Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 14 people hospitalized that went to the Kansas City Dolphins playoff game over the weekend due to extreme cold exposure. And it is a concern and an issue, especially when you start dropping to the single digits. Saturday's high, 16 degrees. And joining us, the Chief Medical Officer at UPMC, Dr. Don Yeely. Doc, good morning. Good morning to you. Thanks for having me. So when you talk about, and we hear people say, caution, you'll get hypothermia or frostbite. When does it actually happen and how would you know? Well, that's a great question. And the truth is it can happen in a different time pattern uh, depending on who you are. In other words, what you bring to the exposure and the temperature and some of the conditions around it. And so what do I mean? Obviously, if you have underlying circulatory problems or significant heart and lung problems, your ability to tolerate the cold, no different than the, in the summer, the, the heat load, will be way different than a healthy, young 20 or 30-year-old. So you can have exposure problems much quicker for the same conditions. You couple that with very cold temperatures is where uh, this starts how much protection you have for either an extremity or your body, and then the moisture and the wind. Uh, this can happen in the kind of temperatures we're experiencing now. This can happen in minutes. Minutes. Uh, if in the, in the right conditions. Uh, and other times it can be delayed. The most important thing is be aware and look for the signals. Hey, ma'am, regarding this game, though, this football game, I did a lot of reading on this. 70 people were treated. Look, come on, Doc. A lot of these folks are drunk, and they can't feel what's happening to them. And so that creates a more intense situation, does it not, sir? You're exactly right. So uh, they went into a situation knowing that it was going to be cold, yep. and I suspect that they were bundled up. And you identified one of the common mistakes people make is uh, – People think that perhaps alcohol will give you a warm feeling. It not only does not help your temperature regulation, it interferes not only with your temperature regulation, but your ability to recognize when that's failing. It's exactly the wrong thing to do. Uh, anything that would dampen your ability to recognize what's going on, that sometimes could in include either prescription drugs or some other types of drugs. It's just not the right thing to do. You put those things together, 
And I'm not surprised at all that there are people with exposure, uh, temperature-related issues. Outside of that and alcohol, how would you know when you're in a situation where you should seek medical help? It's a great question. What you're saying, right, Larry, is what are you actually feeling? Right. Right? So when it comes to frostbite, which is involves either an extremity or a uh, nose, ears, kind of things that are on the periphery of the body, uh, it will be numbness and discoloration. So when that's been present for more than minutes, when you first feel it, you need to come back into the warmth and remove yourself from not only the cold, but any kind of moisture that could help accelerate the cold. When it comes to your entire body, and that's what we're talking about, hypothermia, uh, very often the earliest signs are either some judgment uh, difficulties or uh, fatigue or a little bit of lessening of, of your awareness. That's why it's important for others around you to notice that. You realize if that very slowly happened while you were outside doing an activity, you might not be able to recognize it. It's where uh, being smart about things either having someone with you to help uh, monitor together or making sure that you take regular intervals because you won't likely be uh, in the position uh, to recognize optimally and say, hey, I need to get in. What I'd like to see is that you recognize this before you actually need to come to the hospital. Right, Dr. Gilly, man, I love this stuff. I was actually surprised when I texted you and you said you're seeing cases. W- what's happening in those cases, Doc? Can you kind of help us? The circumstance, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, across the UPMC emergency departments, what has been uh, very clear over the past uh, five to seven days is that the total body exposure, the hypothermia, we've seen a few more people at each individual site. I would not say it's large numbers at each site, but when you put together across our entire footprint, it's clearly a noticeable uptick. And you would say, well, how can that be? The biggest pattern that we're seeing right now are people with exposure who really are living outdoors because of their their settings and their challenges. Um, it's why we at UPMC got involved with the Second Avenue Commons. It's one of the reasons, is to make sure that for this part of the population uh, where the housing wow. choices either don't exist, we have to find other ways. There's really no reason for someone to lose a hand or a finger mm. or to have their, uh, a hypothermic episode we have to try to find ways to support that group, whether it's from things like that, the commons or right. warming centers and going out and interacting with folks to say, um, if you're going to be here, here are the steps that can help protect you. Nice. And by the way, Allegheny County instituted the code blue weather alert system. We're going to talk about that in the next half hour. Meanwhile, Dr. Don Yealy. Hey, man, can you hang? I want to talk about this hearing at, at Washington, PA. Absolutely. It's important. Really important conversation. Big, big. Next. We continue our conversation with the chief medical officer at UPMC, Dr. Don Yeely. We had been talking about hypothermia and frostbite, and now want to change the conversation about overall health care, the global picture when it comes to hospitals here locally. So Doc is headed to uh, Washington Jefferson College for a hearing set up today by the attorney general's office about the future of the Washington hospital and its possible demise. That's not an exaggeration, is it doctor? It could go away, right? No, that's exactly true, Marty. Uh, it's unfortunate that the conditions 
in healthcare today put many individual healthcare uh, sites, whether it's a hospital or a smaller system, under a lot of duress. And those sites have to find ways to adapt and to ensure that they can serve their communities. And that's what's happening in Washington Health System now. Yeah, and as uh, the president, Brooke Ward, indicated to us yesterday, one of the major factors is coming out of COVID is the fact that the the payer system is not keeping up with costs. So it doesn't take a mathematical genius to figure at some point uh, bleeding money and they won't be able to sustain. In his case, he said two to three years gone. And I congratulate uh, Mr. Ward as well as the, the people who work down at the Washington Health System. They've had 125 years of really excellent care and service to the community, and they've been strong stewards of the assets that they have. Even with that skill and that dedication, it's a daunting task, and they faced the potential of evaporating, and that's not exaggerated. Yeah, I mean, 2,700 jobs could go away in two years. Uh, They serve 10,000 people. At least they have 50,000 overall patients. It's actually uh, scary. And what's bizarre is they present you, because he is the chief medical officer at UPMC, as the bad guys in this process, the attorney general's office in the FTC. Why the hell do they do that? Is, is there a fairness to that? I mean, you're trying to save this hospital. Well, I think that uh, there is occasionally on some people's behalf a belief that um, any type of alignment or uh, coming together of organizations creates a harm. And that harm is either the care isn't as good or it becomes more expensive. That's not been the model that we've been involved with. And we have to find ways to work together better and smarter. And it makes sense that uh, people who join assets, and that's not just dollars, the people, the thinking, the ways, are much more likely to be able to respond to the community needs, uh, to be the kind of healthcare provider, no matter which site you're talking about, that's needed. Now, that'll evolve over time. Think of the engine of having uh, the people who are in that particular community linked more closely with a world-class organization uh, that creates the knowledge, has the know-how, it it really becomes a much smarter way uh, to ensure that the community is served. It's not about consolidation or other kind of negative things uh, that maybe in different places are a concern. It's just not been the issue here. Well, they're asking you for 4 million documents, man. They're setting you up to fail. What's your message going to be at this hearing? I want to show our vision from the uh, UPMC uh, perspective, make sure that our, uh, our potential uh, affiliation partners at the Washington Health System can tell their story, and then answer the questions that may come up from the community. As you know, there's lots of misinformation, and there's sometimes some polarizing statements. Yep. Uh, I don't mind addressing those. Let's... Let's have the real conversation, the real goals. At the end of the day, we want to do the best we can for the most people. That's the goal. Hey, man, before you go, I'm curious about this because they pledged to put $300 million into the system. How can you make it work when they're failing? I I don't get that. Well, I think uh, it's an investment in three different things. It's making sure that the locations are 
the best that they can be, that the people, not only who they are, uh, how many of them there are, but how they're used or as smartly done as possible. And then finally, that we translate the new approaches, the technology, the new medications, uh, as quickly and effectively as possible. We've been able to do this across other affiliations. I think of UPMC Jameson, UPMC Somerset. Those are places that were in more dire conditions than the Washington Health System, and they are doing exceptionally well now. It's not a magic potion. It's a lot of hard work. It's not a singular thing, but it's investing in people, places, and more importantly, uh, the know-how and the ability to implement that kind of change. Healthcare is going to change with and without affiliations. It just happens much more effectively when you pick the right partners. Uh, That's a wonderful group of people, and we want to be their partners. And there are a lot of health systems facing financial challenges more than maybe ever, so something does have to change. What do you hear from our elected officials? Because a lot of that, they have to step in and help the uh, Medicare numbers go up. Or the, the, you know, it's just, it's not working for a lot of people. I think our elected officials are more and more not only aware, but engaged in uh, the potential solutions. And I suspect from their view, what they'd like to see is a partnership. In other words, that it's not completely a governmental solution, but there's a big governmental part to solving this uh, problem. But the providers themselves have to adapt. Uh, What I think our partners at Washington Health System and what we want to do at UPMC is we want to be a part of that. And that means letting go of any particular preformed opinions that, you know, any type of affiliation automatically means bad things. That is simply not true. It's not. That's yesterday's approach to problems. Dr. Daniele, Chief Medical Officer, UPMC, good luck today. Thank you for your time this morning. And we do encourage people. Flu season is still very uh, critical for a lot of people right now and, and COVID, too. So I know you uh, recommend getting those shots, right? Absolutely. It's not too late. Uh, get both of them today if you haven't gotten it. Uh, this is still a threat. It makes people feel lousy, and in some people, it can threaten your life. Hey, don't, hey, don't you got to show up for this hearing today, folks. Washington and Jefferson College, uh, 2 o'clock, the Russin Campus Center Ballroom. If you stay at home watching The Price is Right, this hospital could go away. Seriously. Thanks, Doc. Thank you. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, 
They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.